Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Boink Radio Podcast here on the Boink Network Discord server. Today, we are talking about Boink as a community network and permissionless system. It's going to be a lot of fun. Be sure to stick around. But first, the Boink Radio Podcast takes place every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern time on the Boink Network Discord server. You're welcome to join me and your co-host, Delta. Delta, say hi. You should do one of those, like, uh, you know, at the end of all the advertisements, we have to say this was approved by the government agency of this one. <laughs> you should do that. <laughs> Here on the point that we're just going to with all the other folks in the chat, with uh, in the voice chat or the text chat. And this message is approved by the Boink Network. By Jay Nothing? Ringo and Delta. <laughs> Jay Ringo and Delta. Oh, I Proprietary like it. Proprietary okay. Limited. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, we're talking about uh, community and the network of Boink and how awesome them is. And this is inspired by something that a community member, uh, Chris Cambridge, put together on Reddit. And we will have that uh, link in the description below. We already shared it in the chat. But do check it out. You can also check out uh, our Twitter at Boink Network, and we shared it there. It's just a really cool image. It warmed all our hearts. All the cockles are toasty and cuddly. And old haggis. <laughs> all the <laughs> warmed the cockles of my haggis. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into that main discussion, Delta, how's your tea, man? What's going on? Uh, I drank it all. That was quick. We start late because you don't have tea. And then we get to the actual show because Delta just did a project brief on Goofy X Grid. Check that out along with his other project brief from last week that I forgot what it's on, but it'll be uploaded soon too. Don't worry. All right. Um, well, I'll, I'll tell you, we're going tropical with this one. We're going to the island of Ireland. And uh, I have an Irish breakfast for you all. It, hold on. Is, is Ireland actually an, an island? <laughs> I didn't all I know is there's the Lake Isle of Innisfree, and it's a great place, and it's a wonderful home. <laughs> All right, well, who not cares? We're going tropical because okay. it's currently summer in Ireland, uh, and I'm having an island, uh, Irish breakfast tea. Uh, it was quite good. Um, I would have liked a bit more sugar in it, though, a bit more honey. All oh, right, That's killer. <laughs> I've got water with, <laughs> 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 with a, a delicious electrolyte tablet. Because it's freaking hot here. And I'm sweating like crazy. All right? Don't judge oh, me. Oh, poor you. <laughs> ah, delicious. You switched to Pat... 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 Charan. Pat Charan. Yeah. It's a slow gin out of the north of Spain. Huh. Interesting. Cool. Delicious. You, sir, sound like a really fun person to drink with. Because you have generally really good alcohol. <laughs> so, one of these days... At least it's not kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, perhaps at the Virtual Boink Workshop, which we'll talk about right after the intro. Right, so the Boink Virtual Workshop, still under development, very likely going to happen. Very, very, very likely going to happen. We need your help to make it happen, though. We're going to need folks to help with the tech side. If you've ever done a virtual workshop, which... I mean, if you have, amazing, come help, please. Uh, or if you have technical experience in other forms that you think might help as we put together this workshop, we're going to need to switch between feeds. We need to find the right software to be using, all that sort of stuff. Anything you think you might uh, be able to help with, let us know. We're also going to need help with marketing and outreach. We want to bring this workshop to people outside of Boink. So we want to get it out there. It's pretty easy to market to the folks inside of Boink. You just post on the forums, you throw it out in the podcast, all that. We want to get the general audience who is interested in distributed computing because there is no travel restriction for a virtual workshop. So there's also no 
time restriction or physical, like you're not stuck in a room for a day. You can come, you can pop in for 10, 15 minutes and then leave if you don't like it, or you can stick around. Uh, so we want to bring this to as many people as we can. We're going to need help doing that as well. Uh, there's going to be more information on exactly how you can help coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, but this is just kind of a primer. Feel free to reach out. I've already had a couple of people reach out and I greatly appreciate it. We will let you know when uh, when we get it going. So, yeah. Except I'll have to be there at like 11 p.m. at night <laughs> Why? doing this uh, stuff. It's Australia. Because everything happens at 11 p.m. in Australia. <laughs> yeah, no, if you, if you want it to be at like in the morning or at least in the day around the world, it has to be like at midnight in my time. So <laughs> this is true. That is one of the drawbacks of the virtual workshop. But hey, you can do it for Boink. For Boink, man. I can do it, yeah. And uh, also, if anyone wants to come on and make some marketing where you get the like Uncle Sam, we need you for the Boink workshop. <laughs> let's make that one <laughs> we oh okay i mean who gets to say we need you i think uh crunchy haggis should yeah if he's in uh but the uh that's that's it for that yeah come say hi well uh the, the theme of the workshop is going to be centered around the community and the 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 network and the permissionless system so uh that's, that's going to tie in great with the conversation we're about to have. But first, before that conversation, there's some news coming out of World Community Grid. Well, rather, coming out of Cruncher Sands Frontiers, which is a team which crunch prim crunches primarily World Community Grid. And they are on year five of their Thor challenge. And uh, challenges, as everyone knows, but we'll say again anyway, are part of the great gamification or gamified system of Boink where uh, teams can create these challenges and then compete with other teams for bragging rights and badges and respect and honor. But really, let's be honest, we capitalize on the respect and honor with our crunches of the week. So they get badges. <laughs> Everyone loves badges. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I got distracted because Crunchy Haggis says flashback to school, heard his name and wasn't listening. <laughs> it's panicking. You just missed out on a million dollars, dude. <laughs> uh, so the Thor challenge uh, will take place during five weeks. Uh, it will rank the teams in the first four weeks. And then I have no idea. I have to read through exactly how they run this, but it lasts for five weeks and people crunch it. It's a lot of fun. We did it last year. Uh, it's run by a very active community and a team in the Boink network. So check it out. We'll have a link in the description below for the full details on how it's run, how you can sign your team up, and how you can participate. And uh, beat your friends. Beat them up. Beat them up good. I want to see some <laughs> some crunch, some rigs with some black eyes. All right? <laughs> Black-eyed rigs. Put some stickers new black on them. Eyed peas. <laughs> That's really good, actually. I got lots of stickers on my PC. Just stickers of black eyes? Oh, yeah. And when the graphics card goes goes haywire and the graphics card breaks, you get all the crazy crap all over your screen. The psychedelics. I Personally, I would just watch a psychedelic screensaver while crunching. But, I mean, if I have to run my uh, GPU into the ground to get that psychedelic experience, so be it. <laughs> hey, that's what all Boink right. is all about. <laughs> <laughs> no, Boink doesn't kill your hardware. We did a whole episode on that. Yeah, my my graphics card has lasted at least five years running Boink. Yeah, treat your stuff with respect, and it'll last you a lifetime of the hardware. So <laughs> make sure it's not dusty. 
It's basically all you got to do. Dusty and ventilation. But we're not going to get into that discussion. Maybe we'll do a, a, a recap of uh, just Boink, of Boink FAQs in the near future, something like that. But today we're talking about the Boink community and the Boink network. And Boink is a permissionless system because, well, it's what it is. And uh, Chris Cambridge put out a really great image. It's basically a heart made out of the words and the word made out of the words. It's a heart made out of words, and the words are boink projects that Chris has been crunching. So it's just really like sentimental, and it tugs all the cockles, as we were saying in the beginning. And uh, it has a kind of a deeper point, as we've been hinting at through the news, right? Cruncher Stands Frontiers is a team that has been in the boink community for years, for a very, very long time. These people know each other, they know other people. I've spoken to them, like when I came in and started contributing uh, to the Boink community, they reached out and said, hey, really cool. I love I love the stuff you're doing, keep going. And you know, it, it's very encouraging to have that from people who have been in the community already for a very long time. And these guys also host these tournaments uh, and they're not the only ones. There are uh, other huge tournaments that are hosted by folks in the community and throughout the community who have been doing it for years. What's the big one that just finished? That just finished like its eleventh run, the the pentathlon or something. Uh, like doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, the Boink pentathlon. Oh, just the Boink pentathlon itself. Yeah, that, that yeah. has been running for over a decade. That's crazy. That's how. Um, the people who stay with Boink and have stayed with Boink over the past 10, 15 years are, that's who they are. And it's fucking awesome. Like the, the contributions they've made, uh, the, the stuff they've built, uh, with just the concept of, com- uh, using their computers when they're not using them themselves to crunch science or ridiculous stuff. That's really fun. Like goofy exegrid or Minecraft at home or like whatever like they they cracked the enigma codes that hadn't been cracked in world war ii like it is a group of folks who are very passionate about this and it 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 should be bigger boink should be much bigger so this ties into the um the workshop this is kind of what we want to do we want to bring this awesome thing to more people give more computation power to more uh projects to the scientists let them do their science faster let goofy x grid actually complete its stuff delta was telling us in his project brief it's going to take like more time than the universe has to actually do it because it's so difficult to randomly generate all the works of shakespeare well what if we threw all the computation the world has at goofy x grid huh (laughs) well there are alternates to the to the theory like instead of having infinite time what if you have infinite monkeys (laughs) (laughs) i like that reality a lot (laughs) so that (laughs) and that's what we're trying to achieve with infinite monkeys (laughs) (laughs) oh there's a lot of fun in tom pack there but that's for another episode so (laughs) that is part of the community aspect of uh of boink and to to break it down even further like this image that chris made uh it's a bunch of Boink projects. So each Boink project has its own sub-community. So we highlight World Community Grid's community, for example, often because they are a very active community. Uh, They have very active forums. They have people 
who go to actual projects and say, hello, I crunched your bunk project. I wanted to see what's going on. This is pretty neat. That I think they had a kid go to a project in Canada recently. Um, and, and they also happen to crunch like medical projects, which are very, very uh, uh, connected to the people who crunch them a lot of the time. So if you or someone you know or love or, or, or I don't know, don't love, but just like <laughs> – whatever respect <laughs> respect <laughs> you can and it, it's if they have cancer you can now a lot of the times you feel helpless because there's nothing you can do for this person you love uh it, it's a very personal thing um you can support them and all that but you it being given a way to actually contribute to the science that will maybe not cure this person but help people down the road not have to go through what this the person you care about and yourself are going through, uh, that is very powerful. So World Community Grid has a lot of projects like that. And from that, you get a very powerful community. Um, you have communities like Prime Grid, another great example. They are a very active community. They also have a, uh, a Discord. I would recommend checking them out. They also have a Twitter at Prime Grid. World Community Grid's Twitter is at WC Grid. Uh, you've got uh, smaller communities. Tom, Tomash on this Discord puts together has put together a Boink project in the recent weeks and months, and he's already got like a little group of people that are helping him out, formed a community, get they get to know each other, become friends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Boink is a tool with which you can create a community. It's very much like the early days of Facebook. So, what does that really mean? Facebook is a social media network, social media platform. It's a social platform. It's a tool that people use to connect and stay connected. Boink is very much the same. It is a social network based on a technology. Facebook is a social network based on a technology. Facebook's technology is just the ability to interact across the internet. Boink's technology is science. It's, it's larger than science, actually. It's computation, it's computation, data processing, but it's primarily used for science. That's a really cool thing that can be used to grow the network a lot. And within this, this social network, there's the technical and academic network. So you have the, these projects that Chris highlights are like World Community Group, Prime Grid, all these. And, and these projects are run out of major institutions a lot of time. World Community Grids runs by IBM. LHC at Home is run by CERN. Uh, a lot of pro uh, climateprediction.net comes out of Oxford. Uh, there's, there's projects that come out of the Max Planck Institute. Uh, there's projects that come out of Purdue. A lot of really well-known and reputable universities and institutions around the world are connected by Boink. And then you have, like I use Tamasha's example, you just have folks who run projects out of servers in a closet Goofy XGrid was, I'll just bring it up again, is another example. It was run from a server in a hole in a wall that like got damaged during a flood or something like that. But Don't it was just... spoil it. Don't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it for listen, the project brief. Listen, listen to, to my the project, project brief. brief to learn more. <laughs> there's, so there's these people who just run projects out of the passion of it, out of the love of it. And these people are connected by Boink. And then these the, the hobbyists, the enthusiasts, are also connected to some of the largest institutions in the world through Boink. Boink is a connecting, it's a tool that, that connects people into a network. That's why we're the Boink network. We are just people here who are passionate about one thing or another that Boink represents. It either enables people to contribute to science, 
it enables researchers or enthusiasts to to um, to to do science, or it creates avenues for education and participation in the scientific system. So the, that's the third aspect of it. You have the individuals giving uh, computation cycles. You have the the individuals and entities creating the projects, and you have the people like me and Delta here who want to educate people, want to bring science to more people uh, and bring people into the scientific process. Because when you are, when you have a vested interest in a system, you are more likely to not only support, but to defend that system. And if that system is a system of science in which you can believe uh, and, and you don't think is corrupt, uh, you will defend science. How cool is that? So we have educators, we have project admins and creators, and we have crunchers, all connected by this technology, this infrastructure that is boink. And what's more, it's a permissionless infrastructure. I do not need to ask anyone for permission to crunch or to make a boink project. Nothing. I don't need to ask anyone permission to start a little Discord server called Boink Network and start doing podcasts every Friday at 5 p.m. <laughs> where everyone is welcome to join the discussion. I don't need to ask anyone permission. This was an idea that came out of the Boink workshop where one of the main themes was, hey, it's an open source permissionless community. If you want to do something, just do it. And if you're an asshole, someone's going to ask you politely to stop. But really, no one can make you stop. Uh, so like, just do it. So that permissionless aspect is unlike any other computing infrastructure out there. If you are using folding at home, if you're contributing to folding at home, which is an amazing distributed computing project, they do incredible work. They have brought uh, a, a level of attention to distributed computing um, that we, we have never seen, frankly, since the beginning of SETI. Uh, SETI was a surge in attention, right? How can we get people into distributed computing, into science, aliens? Boom, build a distributed computing infrastructure, <laughs> eventually turns into Boink. And Folding at Home didn't think like that, but they came, they stumbled across how, the, the same question, well, an answer to the same question, which was um, COVID. <laughs> so COVID is something everyone has a vested interest in. So they're jumping on Folding at Home because it's really easy just to get in there and, and crunch uh, COVID work units, and they did incredible outreach. So Folding at Home is an amazing project. I mean, nothing, no ill will towards them or anything by this, but they only do protein folding. And if even if you do protein folding, if you want to get your data on the Folding at Home project, you have to ask permission. You can't just go in and do it. Someone has to say, yeah, okay. That means that same person can say, no, go away. That means that same person can say, yes, but give me a million dollars. That means a lot of different things could happen. It's not a sustainable system in the long run. A permissionless system is one like Boink, where if I have data, whether it's uh, uh, protein folding to solve COVID, if it was cancer marker research, whether it's prime numbers, whether it's a bunch of monkeys on a typewriter, whether it's Minecraft problems that we want to find the answers to, I can just build uh, a project on this infrastructure, which runs very, very smoothly, uh, can of course be improved. If you're a developer, please come in and help. But I, I can build the project, and it's then my responsibility to convince people to lend me their uh, or, or volunteer their computation cycles to get my work done. So I've created 
an entire system there. Anyone with data, it incentivizes people to get data because once they have the data, they can crunch it now. They don't need to wait in line for a supercomputer. They don't need to go to a college. They don't need to pay a lot of money for anything. Really, the cost of setting up a Boink project, as we said, is a, a laptop in a closet. That's the minimum requirement. Uh, so any, I, I'm incentivized now to go get data because I can do something with it once I have the data. Uh, I am incentivized to educate people to the as, as the value of my work because if I can educate them enough, if I can convince them that my work is valuable, they're going to crunch my project. I get my, my data completed. I am also incentivized to do what is best for the network at large because if I do something that harms the reputation of Boink, uh, then it harms my own reputation. It is against my own best self-interest to harm the reputation of Boink. And these are very interesting concepts that are being put into technologies that are going to merge with Boink probably at some point. Uh, but even without those really cool fringe technologies, these principles exist and they can drive Boink forward at a level that is kind of insane. They just need to be capitalized on. They need to be used. They need to be acknowledge that they exist and that's something boink has not been great at doing over the past since its existence so so at the end of the day boink is this community of people who get together become friends just hang out hang out in discord talk about haggis talk about good liquor talk about bad liquor talk about tea talk about whatever the hell they want to talk about boink is this uh network of um of projects, of institutions, of people, of educators uh, who are all here for science or data analytics in one way or another, those data analytics could entirely be, we want to find a better Viagra. But at the end of the day, if that's your project, then you're going to be bringing people into Boink. And the more people you bring into Boink, some of them are going to stay with your Viagra project, and some of them are going to go and crunch data on the universe or something like that. So no matter what you do on Boink, basically, even if your commercial project is what I'm saying, you're benefiting foundational science. Uh, and then it's a permissionless system in which anyone can make a project without asking permission, without paying anyone, without even the risk of being told no. Uh, the quote unquote free market would tell you no. If you make a project and no one contributes computation cycles, uh, then your project has been told no by a large swath of people, by a by a, a swarm, if you will. And we're getting some Viagra at homes in the chat and it's coming <laughs> 2025. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is- Okay, so I'm making guttering at home and you're doing Viagra at home. <laughs> oh, I'm not making Viagra at home, please. <laughs> I'm making balding at home. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> balding at home. Look, I've been losing my hair for a while and it's really stressful. Let me tell you, man, a lot of men these days, male pattern baldness, it's a big deal. So- you know, we're making boink a project, boink project. Yeah, they're all people <laughs> balding, and we're going to do a study. <laughs> the the point of Viagra at home or balding at home, those are examples of highly commercial projects. If people people know me at this point, right? I love foundational science and translational science if it has a like practical purpose to improve the lives of everyone. Viagra, let's be honest, balding, let's be honest, that's a cultural thing. Uh, so I use those examples of where we we as a society put all our money into finding better Viagras and cures for balding instead of like, you know, discovering how viruses work. So when we have a pandemic, we can crush it quickly. Um, but yeah, that is essentially uh, what this simple image that 
Chris uh, Cambridge put together made me think about this morning. And all with the happy feels and the tugs on my cockles and my, my haggis, like happening at the same time. So I want to thank Chris personally, because it's, it's I don't know, it, it was a very succinct way to visualize how I view Boink. And it gave me a hell of a rant right now. So I'm going to shut up for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you want my take on it, um, the most simplest way to explain the benefits of Boink is it's almost like a human community. So if you go back to, let's say, the um, maybe the medieval days, you had a community of people. And usually it was a small town, maybe it was just a small little community in a little area. And usually you had a, far- you had a farm <clears throat> and you had a whole bunch of other things and people had their own jobs to do and they all helped each other. And so it's almost like a Boink project where you get a whole bunch of people coming together for a community. Um, they're trying to achieve something, which is, in the case of medieval society, mostly just surviving and farming and making a living. So people have a purpose. Um, and people learn from it. As the medieval town, people reproduce, um, kids are born, kids will learn from their parents and from previous generations, and the knowledge is passed on. And Boink has that same learning as well. As people come in, they learn about the science, they get interested, they go to other projects, they learn about different science. I know that when I came in here, I learned I learned so much about about just exactly what's going on here. It made me interested in um, physics. It made me interested in biology. It made me interested in virology. It made me interested in a whole bunch of things. And I learned a whole bunch of those things from going and reading all the stuff on the Boink projects and asking people here in the Discord server, asking people on the forums, asking people everywhere, searching up different terms on Wikipedia, going down the old Wikipedia rabbit hole for about an hour and learning about why the HIV virus actually gets into human cells. <laughs> I did that at one time. Um, it's, yeah, it's just the whole benefit of Boink is being able to come on, participate, feel that community, learn, and then pass that knowledge on to the next person. I like it. I like the analogy, except we were totally suspending the the fact that medieval towns were run by like a super powerful overlord that would kill people if they didn't <laughs> do what they said. But getting beyond that, I love it. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen uh, uh, the Mighty Python? Oh, I've forget my Monty thought. Python. We're going to sack. Uh, uh, we'll go back. Okay. The Mighty Python, where uh, they're 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 digging in the ditch, and uh, uh, the King Arthur walks by, and, and they talk about communes. And never mind. I, I don't know the scene well enough to bring it up. But Sackpop brings up a more relevant thing, which is trebuchet at home. And I agree. A Boink project to, designed to optimize trebuchets. <laughs> you never know. That physics could apply to, um, to like, spacecraft, optimizing the physics for stuff. <laughs> Here's a question for you. Uh, I'm, I'm welcome to entertain more comments about communities and stuff like that. But this is more about Boink's capabilities. Um, does, like, would it be possible to make a Boink project that... Um, here's the problem I'm, I'm seeing. It's very hard to aim a trebuchet, but if like I had Boink back when trebuchets were a thing, uh, could I have a project that would tell me essentially how to position the trebuchet to make it the stone land where I wanted to stone, wanted to land? So <laughs> it would be a, a, a task would a bunch of tasks would go out analyzing how to position it, and I would 
the the position I would want would come back, and then that the project would be done, I guess, until I want to shoot again. Is that a thing I can do with Boink? It's entirely possible. It also happens, I think, with my previous project brief. I was talking about NanoHub. Uh, they have a project where students will submit applications to be simulated on the Boink network. The applications get simulated and get sent back to the the results will be sent back to the students. Yeah, that's. So there's this thing called edge computing or fog computing or whatever the hell word they come up with next week. Yeah, it's the next step beyond the cloud, man. It's been around for a bit. Beyond the clouds is the fog. Yeah, it's like, it's basically VC talk for like... Beyond the clouds is space. Buy my thing, man. So the thinking of it is uh, we're going to have all these fridges that are smart, all these cars that are smart, everything is smart, all these computers are everywhere, we're going to use them to do all the computation that makes sense to do right there on the spot uh, versus sending it to a server and getting that lag and whatnot. So could like that, this is kind of a stupid question, I think, but could Boink be an infrastructure that does something like that? Uh, I think it's definitely possible. Uh, If it's not a real-time application, then it's mostly fine because you can have that delay in computing. But if you do want a real-time sort of thing, like say if you've got a self-driving car that wants to connect to Boink and run all the AI on Boink and then produce results and hand it back to the car, then no, you're going to die in a horrible car accident before you get whether or not you need to stop at the red light or not. Because of the the lag it would take. So what if computation, if the computation lag was uh, was reduced, it could be a thing. If it was like almost instantaneous, uh, a request for an answer comes in, uh, the data gets generated, data gets sent out to the fog or to the edge, uh, calculated and sent back and answers the question. Uh, Boink can do something like that. Yeah, if you want um, real-time stuff, uh, Boink is not the best thing to do that. But if we did have something that was real-time, I think it would attract a lot of people. Yeah, interesting. Interesting. Uh, Crunchy Haggis says, as you mentioned, the thing for me is that the image very simply communicates the wide variety of projects that can take part uh, on Boink. Whereas Folding at Home is a single project still doing fantastic science. Absolutely. I think the, the image, like, I don't think Chris knew how good this image was. <laughs> I can love it. Uh, we're launching a it rocket. It to be a desktop wallpaper. There we go. I think it was just the projects he was crunching, too. It wasn't even like all the Boink projects, aww. which is freaking <laughs> amazing. First of all, like, yeah, aww, all the Boink projects. Second of all, there's still a lot of Boink projects in there. The Steve Crunch is a lot of Boink. <laughs> Yeah, I know there's a couple guys, uh, I think there is one in this Discord server too, who just goes out and just collects all the projects that they can find. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and collects all the badges. Yeah, I remember that. That was fun. Uh, Joey Buddy asks, isn't NanoHub closed source and corporate and stuff? Uh, NanoHub is run out of Purdue University. Uh, uh, One of the person that works on it was at the workshop in Chicago. Very nice guy. Uh, it doesn't seem super corporate, but what it does seem like is um, what can be open source is open source, and as much of it as possible is open source. But at the same time, if you can develop something to make money out of it, uh, go ahead. Right? Like there's there's a limit to open source. Uh, yeah, and to be more clear, um, NanoHub itself is not exactly closed source it's just simply an organization and they have a whole bunch of educational stuff for you that you can go on and do for free 
but uh, they do produce tools that help with nanoscience, and they produce them quite regularly. And they have a huge, huge repository of tools that you can use. Uh, a lot of them are closed source, and a lot of them are open source as well. So they have a mix in there. Yeah, and and like clarify, I like huge advocate for open source. Uh, but there is there is a point at which it's like uh, this is a, a profit tool. I think code should almost always be open source. But if at the end of the day, it's a prioritized tool beyond just a software suite, uh, I can understand commercialization of it. But I don't, I never got the feeling that they were corporate. I could be wrong though. All right, then if there are no more comments on this, I will just say again, check out this image. It's a great image. And uh, come on in and join the community and the network. You don't need anyone's permission. Just get going. All right, rig of the week. Delta, who do we got this week? And I'm pumped for this one. Well, the uh, admin uh, or one of the moderators of the Minecraft at Home project has decided to make a computer running Minecraft at Home inside of Minecraft. <laughs> How meta can we get? Yeah. So we've got some images in the, in the chat here of what looks like a Linux operating system running on a flat screen monitor with a two-road keyboard. I don't know quite how that works. Because <laughs> uh, you only have two hands in Minecraft, and the hands don't have any fingers. <laughs> OK, all right. And the monitor is floating. Uh, there is no tower, unless that little white box is the, the computer itself. Uh, <laughs> oh, he says the, key <laughs> the keyboard kind of got uh, half buried in the wall. So <laughs> that's why there's only two rows. <laughs> great, great. All right, so I guess the monitor is on a wall. Oh, that's a mouse. Yep, there okay. is a mouse. All right, so we're in a white room without a roof. <laughs> what CPU does it have? <laughs> what CPU does it have? And, Block uh, V3, 800 gigahertz. <laughs> <laughs> the next image is a picture of Boink. Well, the first image is the Boink website. The next image is Boink actually running Minecraft at home on the team Cactus something. And uh, it just finished a task. <laughs> no, no, it's got 100% of the resources. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that's just the project screen. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Volk, what is the uh, CPU and is it overclocked? Those are the two questions we have so far. <laughs> and the next image is evidence that there is no roof to this room. So as soon as it rains, they're screwed. Uh, I wonder if it explodes if it rains. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> And there is a bench to the right of the, the computer. So it looks like this might be a sauna. <laughs> kind of sauna and boink. Boink and the, a sauna. No, 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 no. The, they heat up the water by running boink. Oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So they generate the steam by running Minecraft at home on the computer. They generate the steam by boinking. Oh, man. It's too easy. <laughs> oh, we got more questions. Is it run on solar energy? Uh, we don't want to be destroying the Minecraft environment. This is true. Uh, is the computer a next cube? Uh, Volk does not know what the what the CPU is, but it's whatever Virtualbox gives you. And uh, he says yes, it's overclocked over nine thousand. Yes, that, that was the correct answer. <laughs> 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 this is really cool. This is uh, this is fun. Best rig of the week so far. Easily. Are Although we going to double up tower. the honor and respect? <laughs> we can't just whimsically double up honor and respect. He gets the same honor and respect to everyone, despite how awesome it is. The rules to the honor and respect, Delta, you can't just go break into rules. Goddamn. Am I going to jail now or what? 
do not pass go. Go directly into sauna. Run point. <laughs> God, okay. Essentially, the mod is a JVM wrapper for VirtualBox rather than actually running a virtual machine on the JVM itself. For anyone who is curious, this is a great check out Minecraft at Home Discord if you want more details. If you want to run Minecraft at Home in your Minecraft game, <laughs> hey, there you go. All right, this has been a fun episode, guys. Thanks for coming by. We'll see y'all next week, uh, where maybe we'll have more details about the Boink Workshop. Not sure, but uh, don't be don't be afraid to reach out if you, you want to help. Even if you just want to be part of a marketing mob, that runs around and yells at people, Boink. Boink, 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 boink. You know, like the seagulls <laughs> from Finding Nemo. Someone, we want. someone should make that, and that that should be our that should be our. Um, oh, that's such a good idea. Yeah, the the intro video. <laughs> Just dub all the seagulls, so instead of mine, they say boink. Yep. <laughs> and you got to be the one that has to voice it. I will do that. If someone volunteers to do the work, I will give you as many boinks as you want. <laughs> uh, I could actually probably do it. I know how to edit shit. I mean, I'm not a good editor. I definitely didn't go to school for it and have never worked on video projects. Uh, someone else do their work. <laughs> I remember the good old days of Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> oh, God. That's evil. Very. Yeah, you don't even get a timeline for that, right? Uh, no, I think it does provide a timeline like on the oh, okay. editor, if I remember right. correctly. Sorry, I'm going to be a snob about it, and we're going to close the show on that. <laughs> see y'all next week uh don't forget to check out delta's project briefs as i get them uploaded i'll give the 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 obligatory sorry delta it's been really busy i haven't got your last ones up (laughs) that's all right uh yeah have a good weekend everyone happy crunching see ya